Hey, this is Jay Evans. Welcome to the Jay Evans Thoughtcast, seeking to encourage, spark conversation, and make you laugh all in one episode. Today I want to answer a frequently asked question that me and my wife get a lot, and that is why we chose to foster. One of the one of the biggest reasons for it is that my wife and I have had a burden even before we were married for children. Children whose parents are going through hard times. My wife and I have done vacation Bible schools together and we've worked in a lot of schools and seeing what some of these kids go through really gave us a burden to try and help. And we can't help everybody, but we can help somebody. And when it when that kind of sealed for us is my wife and I were working in a Christian school and there were these two twins named Taj or Tajan and Tajana. I'm not going to say they've since had their names changed because they, um, by the grace of God, get adopted. But they were incredible. I mean, the sweetest kids, always bright and bubbly, insanely hyper. Um, but they were preschoolers. But we had the we had a chance to meet their parents and get to know them and we've become pretty good friends with them and their kids have hung over at our house and I photographed their adoption and we were at their adoption party really became good friends with them I remember their dad telling me that there's like seven or eight kids in the family and all of them are either adopted or in foster care because mom's a drunk and dad's in prison how many kids are out there going through hard times like this that need a loving family Can you wrap your head around this for a minute? That there are some children that have no clue what it's like to live in a loving home. They have no idea what it's like to have somebody pat them on the back and kiss their cheek and say, I love you, I'm proud of you, you're beautiful. That there are children out there that are molded by fear and anger and violence and rejection. It's heartbreaking. And, and this this burden has just increased, even as my wife and I are fostering. We're currently in our first placement. but it, And it's something that, one of my favorite books in the Bible is James. And I feel like every Christian, there's a few verses in the Bible, different for every Christian, but they convict us every time. And, and if you're unfamiliar with Christian lingo, um, when Christians speak of conviction, conviction is kind of a word that we use that when we feel like the Holy Spirit is guiding us somewhere, we a lot of times we use the word conviction, meaning he's you know grabbing our attention and guiding us towards that, if you're unfamiliar with that lingo. But the verse is James 1.27 in the New Living Translation I'm reading out of. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows and their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Because in that culture, I mean, orphans and widows, I mean, they were bottom-of-the-barrel citizens. Um, and, and just every time I read through that, to me, and I'm by no means wanting to shame anybody, um, but he's saying, this is what pure and genuine religion looks like. And it, and it may not mean that you're fostering, but it means you're you're doing something for these people. You're doing something for these people that are the least of thee. And so to me, he says, this is what it looks like when you have a pure and genuine relationship with God, it means you're caring for these people. And I'm saying, okay. And and then we ask, 
God, how can I help these people? And for us, it was invite these people into your home. At the time, when my wife and I were getting really convicted about this, we were living in a house that was 500 square feet. I'm, I'm not exaggerating. 500 square feet. And in that house, it was physically impossible to foster. Like there was, there was no way to, to go about doing it. So I began praying, God, if you will give us a house, if you will give us somewhere to live, this will be a home meant for foster care. That's what we're going to use it for. Fast forward almost a year now, and we are currently fostering. And it is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Honestly, hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, these kids were taken out of a violent home, and that's that's all I, I'm at liberty to say. Um, we know a little bit more about their, their story, um, but it's their story to tell. The little girl we have has a violent temper. Um, a couple nights ago, she got mad at my wife and pulled a pan off the oven to hit her with it. She has punched my wife in the mouth. She has tried to choke our dog. Um, she has hit her little brother in the face, but that's what she was shaped and molded by. She grew up in that environment, and we are showing her that she's loved, that she's cared for, and we know that she's probably not going to be with us forever. But we remind ourselves that we're going to make a difference in their lives right now. We've got an almost three-year-old, and the little boy is 10 months old. And we just keep, and, and kind of our family motto is, we have them today. Honest to God, we could get a phone call tomorrow, and and it happened with their siblings because their sis, their siblings are back with family. But we were close friends with the foster families that were taking care of our little one's siblings, and they got a phone call and said the kids are going home. Tomorrow we could get the phone call, the kids are going home, and it's and it's heartbreaking, it's terrifying, because I would love nothing more than to adopt them and bring them into our home. But that's it's not our call and it's really not our job. We're signed up to be foster parents. And and my hope and prayer, I pray for their parents. I pray for the case managers is that, you know, if it's going to work, if the kids are going to be safe, reunite them. You know, I want their family to be together, but I want the kids to be safe. And yeah, foster parenting is really hard. But, you know, it's cliche, but nothing worth doing is ever easy. And we are so attuned to comfort that we feel like anytime there's discomfort, that, you know, something's wrong. But God never promises us comfort. You know? He promises that He is going to shape and mold us. That that He's the potter and we are the clay. That He will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He promises us to, to have a happy heart because He's overcome the world. And, and, and honestly, I'm a skeptic about everything. Being a Christian is what holds our family together. If, if we didn't have our faith, if we didn't have the promises that God has given us that we find in the Bible, we couldn't do this. And that, and that sounds so cliche. I don't even care. I mean, fostering has, has shown us how incredibly needy my wife and I are before God. We are impatient. We are irritable. We have short tempers. But while we are loving these children and we're trying to, to build them up. God is also building us up. And God's going to do that to you anytime you start something new and anytime you take a leap of faith.
I'm, I'm going to level with you. There have been so many times where I've told Kaylee I don't want to foster anymore. And and that's that sounds terrible, but I'm just going to be honest. But my wife keeps me level-headed. She reminds me why we're doing this. It's not so we're comfortable. It's because we're going to be like Jesus. We're going to lay our lives down for somebody else. We love because he first loved us. We want to love others. We want our lives to be lives that are lived boldly for Jesus Christ. So I would encourage you today. What are you burdened about? I am I am convinced that any time you have a burden to help somebody that it's from God. God is not, I mean, the devil is not going to burden you to care about somebody. He's going to want you to care about yourself. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. 